The first reading is from Isaiah, the 50th, 50th chapter. The Lord has given me the tongue of those who are taught, that I may know how to sustain with the word of him who is weary. Morning by morning he awakens. He awakens my ear to hear as those who are taught. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious. I turned not backward. I gave my back to those who strike, and my cheeks to those who pull out the beard. I hid not my face from disgrace and splitting, but the Lord God helps me. Therefore, I have not been disgraced. Therefore, I set my face like a flint, and I know that I shall not be put to shame. He who vindicates me is near. Who will contend with me? Let us stand up together. Who is my adversary? Let him come near to me. Behold, the Lord God helps me. Who will declare me guilty? Behold, all of them will wear out like a garment. The moth will eat them up. Who among you fears the Lord and obeys the voice of the servant, of his servant? Let him walk, let him who walks in darkness and has no light trust in the name of the Lord and rely on his God. This is the word of the Lord. The psalmody today is from Psalm 116, verses 1 through 9. I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my pleas for mercy, because he inclined his ear to me. Therefore, I will call on him as long as I live. The snares of death encompass me. The pangs of Sheol lay hold on me. I suffered distress and anguish. Then I called on the name of the Lord. O Lord, I pray, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord, and righteous our God is merciful. The Lord preserves the simple. When I was brought low, he saved me. Return, O my soul, to your rest. For the Lord has dealt bountifully with you. For you have delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, my feet from stumbling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. And the second reading is from the book of Ephesians, the sixth chapter. This is um, Paul was in prison and this is one of his letters that shows us how to live a Christian life. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, 
to stand firm. Stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints and also for me, that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 11th chapter. At that time, Jesus declared, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This is the gospel of our Lord. Because of technical difficulties, short segments of the sermon will not be audible. Start off with a, a word. You are invited. I want you to hear it once again, a most beautiful, sincere, life-blessing, the most sincere invitation in the entire world. The invitation was offered by Jesus. And it was to those who were listening to him on that day and to everyone who hears his word. Matthew 11, he said, Come to me, all who labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, my burden is light. That invitation from the Son of God. There's another translation on this invitation, it's really message. He writes these words, the same message, but in, in his way. He asks, Are you tired? Are you worn out? 
Are you burnt out by religion? Then come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and, and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or unfitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. What an invitation. to 26, habit three, prioritize prayer. 27 to 30, habit number four, that you will seek solitude. And the last days, 34 to 40, habit number five, that you choose church. We heard this from the first time we did a, a challenge a couple years ago. The best way to follow Jesus is to follow Jesus. The best way to be like Jesus? Well, it's to do what Jesus did. Two, he would do the same warm-ups and stretches. He would have these headphones on. That was the, actually, that's number two. He put the same headphones on, and he listened to the same rap happy music that he listened to. And then while he did that, he did the same warm-up and stretches. Four, he would put on, while he had the headphones on, this, this racing suit. It was so tight. I didn't know this. It was so tight on their bodies, it took him about 20 minutes to pull that, that skin suit on his body. And number five... As he was going through this, and he was all ready, and he was standing there near the blocks, or that little diving board thing, he would put an imaginary videotape in his brain that visualized every aspect of that race. He knew how he was going to dive, where he was going to land. He knew that it would take 15 efforts to get to the other side the first time around. And then coming back, he knew it would take 21 to get back this way. He knew, he visualized it, how many from one side to the other, tuck, turn, go. After this video was replayed, he would then stand on that, that diving board of a sort. And I, you remember this, if you were watching this at the time, you remember he did those, those stretching and arm flaps? It looked... Oh, no. 
But either way, there he was, this ginormous wingspan flapping his arms. He's standing there. He's going for his 10th gold medal, a 200-meter butterfly. Beijing 28, 2008. This is when we're going to see the habits pay off big time. When Phelps, when the buzzer went, the, the, the hit went, and he entered the water, the, the goggles weren't quite tight enough or suction enough, and they, they slipped on his face, and they were leaking water, and they were pushing against his eyeballs. And there was nothing he could do. A swimmer can't stop for a second once the race is on, especially of a race that is this short. The problem got worse and worse. By the time he was reaching the final turn, he was swimming basically with his eyes closed, swimming blind. He could not see the black line that marked the bottom of the pool. He couldn't see the T at the end that would tell him when to flip or when the finish line or when the wall was coming. And in that condition, he didn't panic. As part of his training, his coach had, had Phelps swim in a pitch dark pool to prepare him for the race he was now swimming. As Phelps made that final turn, as he made that final twist at the wall, pushed off and went, that final sprint, the crowd was cheering wildly. And he didn't know why. The swimmers, they can hear this noise. He didn't know why they were cheering like this. Was he in the lead? Or were they cheering for some other person in the other lane that was going to beat this gold medal winning Phelps? He didn't know. But he counted his efforts. From the time he pushed off the wall, he knew he had 21. So one, breathe, two, breathe, kick, three, breathe, quick, 20. And as he's getting close to that 21st one, he knew that he needed one massive, big, all he had, all in, pull to touch the wall, to reach out and touch. And he did that. On 21, he paddled and he reached and he put his hands out as far as he can and he touched the edge of the pool. He immediately came up, got a breath of air and looked at the board. And what he saw, he saw his name at the top. He won. And not just that, he said WR next to it. World record. Not only did he win that gold, he did it blind. Blind. Michael Phelps' habits and his training prepared him for a big race, and he won. The story is remembered today to show us once again the power of habits, good habits. That's the goal of a being challenge that we will be introduced and challenged to practice five keystone habits that we can find in the life of Jesus, our champion. And our hope is that these habits would, would become just so much a part of, of who we are that ultimately we can be the greatest followers of Jesus that we could possibly be, that we will be champions for our Lord. Now, habits... Let's go, can we go back to the one before that? Habit. Habit is this. The definition of habit is a regular, hey, why don't you say this with me? A regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give us, hard to get rid of. I typed that wrong. Especially hard to get rid of or to end. Now, a habit. Did you know that most of the choices that you make on a daily basis Though they might be, you might think that they're the product of an intentional, well-thought-out decision-making process, that it's not. Most of the decisions that we make each day are based in habits. One paper that was published by Duke University said this, 40% of all the actions that you and I will perform each day aren't actually decisions. 
40% of them are habits. 40%. That's almost half of our life daily decision making in our life thoughts and behaviors and actions are not based on this. They're just our habits. And if that study is true, it's incredibly important to consider and to take a look at what our habits are. Are they inspiring us? And are they leading us to Jesus, to health, and, and this blessed life? Or are they in opposition to Jesus? Opposition to health and a blessed life. What are your habits? There's also another level of habits, another category of habits that goes beyond just good or bad daily habits. They're called, this next one, the keystone habits. The definition is this. You want to read it with me. A habit that people introduce into their lives that unintentionally carry over into other aspects of their lives. Keystone habits. It's like a domino effect. You start that keystone habit, and it can start to touch all kinds of other habits in your life that you didn't even know were being touched. A keystone habit, and there's good news, a keystone habit isn't any harder to establish than a normal habit. It just has profound effects, more benefits. So healthy and holy keystone habits can lead you and I to multiple other heaven-like habits. The next 40 days, the people of God, actually it's for a whole life as a people of God, our long-term life goal is simple. It's to be more like Jesus, right? We want to know Him and be like Him. Every day, in every way, more and more like Jesus, our champion. Today, you're invited to take three steps in that direction. If you haven't done so already, I know a lot of you have, but if you've not done so already, first step one is, is to get the book, right? If you haven't done so, right outside the sanctuary towards the, the entrance that we use, there'll be a table there, there'll be someone there, and we have the books. Get the red, this, it, get the book. Sign up. We'll put your name on the wall with the target saying, my target is Jesus, right? And you'll have the book, and now you can engage with us this 40-day challenge. The second thing is, is between now and Tuesday, is just read the introduction section. It's not very many pages. It's really simple read, big, big letters and big pictures. But just read that introduction, introduction part. That's seven, number two. And number three, then on Tuesday, start the 40-day challenge. The being challenge. The challenge that says, I want to be more and more like Jesus challenge. Start it. Day one on Tuesday. And for the folks that are worshiping online, if you don't have a book yet, you can stop by during the week and pick them up. Mrs. Crummel is here so she can get you the book. And if you're online and you're like far away in all these other places, Texas, Arizona, Iowa, California, wherever you're at, Go online. I mean, I think they say ship them to you. You can go online. It will be the Being Challenge, and the pastor, Zach Zender, is the one who put this together with a bunch of his friends. Order it today. It should get to you maybe by Tuesday. But then, after you have the book and you start on Tuesday, then join us for the next 40 days. In 40 days doing these things, we can have new habits. And we can have new keystone habits, the habits that Jesus used 
He wants us to, to use ourselves and see how it changes our life. You're invited. You're invited by the Son of God who came from that place to us to give us this way. He says, come to me if you're weary and you're heaven laden. Get away with me. Recover your life. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. God help us be that church. Amen. believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God. I believe in Jesus Christ, the only Son of the Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living. Do you believe in God, the Holy Spirit? I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray for the whole people of God in Jesus Christ and for all people according to their needs. Heavenly Father, we ask that you continue to call us to serve your holy purposes. We ask that you continue to look upon us with mercy and patience as we do our best to bring you into our homes and lives. Lord, in your mercy. As you enter into our messy and confused worlds, we ask that you bring direction, hope, and peace so that we might have the ability, strength, and courage to follow the example of your Son. Lord, in your mercy. Lord Jesus, your will is that all people would be presented your good news. Repent, confess, follow your will, and be saved. Lord, if it gives you glory, make your will come to life within each person of Emmanuel Lutheran Church. Reform us to be your faithful people. Lord, in your mercy, Heavenly Father, we ask that you would inspire the hearts and minds of leaders around the world so that they might personally submit to you as Lord and Savior. We ask that you would work through global and local leaders to bring relief to the poor, peace to places of war, and freedom for all. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, look, up, look with favor upon all who mourn loved ones, all who are under excessive life stress, all who are wounded by sin, and all who are in need of healing, especially those we name in our hearts now. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend ourselves, and all for whom we pray. We will trust in you. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, we boldly pray. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.